Welcome to Changeable. This is episode number 103, how I write and what it teaches me about my mind. You're tuned in to Changeable with Dr. Amy Johnson. Changeable podcast is all about breaking habits, ending anxiety, and the ironic way change really works. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hey everyone, welcome back to Changeable. So first let me say that this episode is not just for people who write. So if you are not a writer, if you never want to be a writer, you don't care about writing, you should still listen. (laughs) Because first of all, the first, the next circle out is it's not just about writing. Writing is just one very specific form of creating. What we're really talking about here is the process of creation. So anything you're creating or anything you're not, you don't even have to be creating a thing. I mean, being alive is a process of creation. And so seriously, I know that sounds like I'm trying to make this too applicable to everyone, but truly this is what what I'm so exciting about this is that writing or creating something specific is just this little example, this little microcosm of of being human, of how life is created through us all the time, every day. And I think that's why, for me anyway, and for a lot of creators I've talked with, um, why we have so many insights when we're in the, the creative process, you know, like why it shows you so much about how your mind works and how where creation really comes from. Like where that good stuff really comes from, especially when you have a feel for this already and you recognize it and you see it all over the place. So I'm going to talk a little bit about um, how I write and my process because personally, I completely geek out on that. I love hearing how people create the things they create. And I think I'm not alone in that, but I don't want to bore you if you aren't a a creator, you are, but if you think you aren't and you're not interested in the process, uh, I also want to tell you a lot about kind of just what being in the game of this has shown me about how my mind works. Um, And it is a lot. So, uh, (laughs) writing. So I uh, love to write and I hate to write. And Sometimes I'm somewhere in between, (laughs) but a lot of times I'm either loving to write or hating to write. And when I really look at that, what, what, and I'm just going to talk about writing, but again, it, it really does apply. Everything I'm saying is how I also feel about podcasting, about creating videos, about creating courses, about coaching, even just in a coaching conversation, incredibly creative about every everything and then everything outside of my career that I do. Um, but I'll just keep it to writing so we don't get too confused. So writing for me is this process of watching what wants to come through and kind of knowing, and I don't mean knowing in a, in a strict sense, but having this feel like being in a dance with what's moving through and then kind of knowing when and how to to kind of bring in my intellect and help it along. So it's like 
don't hang on my words because I'm just trying to put, these words don't really matter. I'm just kind of pointing to something bigger, but it's like, all right, what's, what wants to happen here? Like what wants to show up? And then in, in that, what it requires to hear and feel and sense what wants to happen and what wants to move through is me not being there so much. So some way of like, if I'm sitting there in my head thinking, oh, people will like this or this will work or whatever. Now I do that a ton, but in the moment, if that's where my head is, that's where my head is. Like, it's just that much, not that wisdom doesn't come through. Of course it does. And it comes through even in that mental conversation, even in thinking, what would people like wisdom is coming through in that. So it's not an either or, and I'm not saying that's a bad thing at all. But but in a bigger sense, it's this bigger sort of process of um, of just being quiet and just being kind of dumb, like being being willing to not know anything about anything and see what wants to emerge. Now, that's really difficult again when you're thinking about what people want or how to say it or how it's going to sound. It's pretty difficult. It's also, I find it also very difficult when I'm writing something in particular. So by that, I mean, when I'm writing the book, it's hard because even the book is an idea. You know, even the book has tons, it's a huge idea at this point. It has tons of stuff attached to it. And by stuff, I just mean thinking, but my own, you know, concepts and ideas and images and fears and all kinds of stuff, excitement, you know, all kinds of things that my mind has created and attached to this concept of the book. If I'm writing the book, it's not a clear open channel anymore. It's all kinds of stuff about the book rushes in. If I am just writing or if I'm just yeah, just sitting down and just, you know, with less of the book on my mind, there's more of an open channel. And I saw this really, really clearly when I was first starting writing the book that I'm currently writing. So I began writing this book um, in March, right when everything locked down, um, which was kind of awesome for writing. And I had so much thinking about it. In in part, um, my publisher asked me to write this book. So I did want to, I was ready to write another book. I actually thought it would be a different book, but, um, but I was ready. And when they pitched me this specific idea, um, I knew I could do it really well. And I, and I thought it would be easy. <laughs> I maybe I may have been crazy because my experience so far has not been all that easy, but I, I looked at the idea they pitched me and said, okay, I can write this the way I would say it. It's not the way they would say it because my publisher, like most publishers, like most of the world, is in kind of one foot in an old paradigm, one foot in a new paradigm. So I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear what, I hear what you want. I hear what's behind what you want. I'm going to do it my way. I didn't say that to them, but in my head, I said that. I can do this my way and it'll be easy. I can, I can whip this out in no time. Um, I know, isn't that funny? I, sometimes I think that 
false confidence like that, um, those little moments, that's what probably what got me to said, say yes. You know what I mean? Like I, I do think sometimes when we're crazy, when we think, oh, this will be easy or no problem or whatever, there's such wisdom in that because we quickly find out we were dead wrong, but we already signed the contract. <laughs> we already said yes, took the advance, you know, there's kind of no going back now. So, um, so maybe that was something who knows, but anyway, so I, said I could do it. But then as soon as everything shut down and I suddenly had space to start writing, the book was on my mind so much. And I can write a blog post, I can write an article, I can write something short, no problem. But a book that in my head, in my definition of a book has to have a certain structure and certain flow and all of that kind of stuff, it does have to have that. I still believe that, or I want it to have that. But when I'm starting with that, it's impossible. You know, it's like, you can't do that. It's like starting a marathon, like thinking about how you're going to feel at mile 16. I mean, God, don't do that, right? It's just, it's horrible. You're, you start feeling mile 16 on mile one. You have to start the marathon, I'm guessing, at mile one, you feel great when you're starting, right? And then you just are in it moment to moment and you know you can handle whatever you're feeling as you're going through, but you can't put yourself way out into the future and way up into these concepts about it. So um, a wise advisor helped me see that I was doing that. A friend of mine helped me see like, well, what's the stuff about the book, the book? She's like, we're thinking about the book and just write. You know how to write. And I was like, oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, that's so easy. I could do that. So, so that was super helpful. So I just, uh, I just began writing. And so let me just tell you a little bit about how it is for me. And again, not because um, it's the way to do it or anything, but I just think it's fun sometimes to hear this. Like the way I write is, a, is just spitting out a bunch of stuff and it has no shape and it has no, purpose yet. And it has no point yet, although it sort of does. So the very vague, like as much as I know, I know a little bit more now, but as much as I know about the book I'm currently writing, as much as I knew when I started it, and really even now in a lot of ways, as much as I know about it, is that it's a book about... um, (laughs) See, it's even hard for me to say it right now. The, the theme is that's just what minds do. It's a book that's designed to help people see that all this stuff that they're taking so personally, so seriously, given all this meaning to, it's none of that. It's just what a mind does. We just have a computer in our head. We all have the same one and they all work remarkably similarly. So that's, that's kind of what I know. And honestly, I'm now, again, I started writing this in early March. Um, I'm now at least halfway through it. And that's still, for the most part, kind of all I know. <laughs> now, I'm not writing about that. I'm writing, everything's kind of tied into that. But, but on a given day and in a given chapter, I'm just writing a story. I'm just writing what's, what's moving through. And, and so that, and then, and so anyway, I write what's showing up, what's moving through. And in this really incredible way, once I just kind of vomit a bunch of that stuff out. Now, mind you, it's horrible when I first write it. Like, I'm not just 
being self-depreciating. Like it's horrible on purpose. There is no, no one is seeing a draft of anything I write until I've gone over it probably seven or eight times at least. So it's like an, on purpose, it's horrible. It's just me spitting a bunch of stuff out. It's not complete sentences. It doesn't, you know, or it'll, or it'll have little notes like, oh yeah, this story would work well here. But it's, you know, just getting it out, just getting a bunch of stuff out. And then I end up with just a bunch of stuff. And my first kind of round of this was almost 20,000 words, which is a lot, which is like half the length that the book will be. This was just for the first part of the book. So like way more, way more than I will ever publish. But this huge bulk of words that I just sort of puked out. Sorry for the sorry for the image. Um, but a crazy thing happens every single time is I just puked all this out and then I get to go back and look at it and lo and behold, there's actually sort of something there. I don't know if this makes any sense, but so it's this process of like just getting it out and I'm not thinking about it. I'm for sure not making it good. I'm not making it nice. I'm just getting it all out. And then later seeing, oh, I think I see a theme here. Or, oh, if I move this here, that actually works. Now, this is why I'm so addicted to writing and creating and why I think most people who write and create are because that is foolproof. Like that always happens something emerges. And how amazing is that to see that something emerges that we didn't have to guide? I didn't know where the heck it was going, really, until I'm in the flow of it. And then even as I'm just puking this stuff out in the back of my mind, sometimes it's like, oh, I think there might be something here, but I can't, I can't chase that. I can't stop and chase that shiny object for me. That's just how I do it. Like, nope, keep puking, <laughs> keep getting it all out, keep putting it there, and then I'll go back. And then I start to see some things and move things around. So when I first started writing in March, I went downstairs and again, this was in quarantine time. So my family was doing a puzzle and um, they were doing like a thousand piece puzzle and I, it looked really difficult. And the piece they had just started, so the pieces were spread all over the table and the box was propped up so they could see the picture. And I swear to you, it's a thousand piece puzzle that's shades of brown. The entire, I don't think there was another color in this whole, it was a Harry Potter puzzle. And the scene was like Harry Potter and his friends in like a dark cave or something like that, you know? So it was, the whole thing was a shadow and it was the whole, a thousand pieces of shades of brown. And I, and I saw the box propped up and I saw all these brown puzzle pieces all over, like none of them were together yet. And it was like, yeah, that's pretty much, I was really excited to tell my husband, I'm like, oh, this is how it feels to write a book in the early stages. What you're doing with this puzzle, this is exactly how my book is. I know a picture is going to emerge, but man, I'm far from that. <laughs> I'm nowhere close to that. And I just have to find one brown piece that matches, that fits with another brown piece and just kind of let it go from there. And it's a great metaphor, actually, because as you're moving through, so now I'm much further along in the project. Um, now my puzzle's like 45% done. 
But the cool thing is it's not, it's not this straight scale where it's like, oh, I'm 45% done. What happens, just like in puzzle playing, I guess, um, is that you see things starting to come together and it's really exciting. And it gives you like a, it like rejuvenates everything, <laughs> your excitement about it. It's it's hard to explain, but it's almost like, you know, when you get like a little chunk in the corner of the puzzle, like, oh, now I can sort of see this thing come into life. You might still be really far, but that's how it is with the book right now, right? Like I can sort of see how this might possibly, like all my qualifiers, might possibly be coming together soon. Like I can see that there's something here, but I still for sure don't really know what it looks like or how it's going to be how it's going to look in the end. So that's kind of the way that I write. I write um, as much as I can, every chance I get, whenever I have some free time. And a lot of times, like I'll sit and nothing, I just know that nothing usable is coming out. But I really have to believe that that's all part of the process. Like, you know, there's so much that gets written that gets thrown away. And I used to have a really hard time with that. I still do sometimes. I don't, I don't love it. <laughs> I like to be efficient. Um, I like to, to, you know, stick to deadlines. Uh, I'm usually early on my deadlines. So that stuff, I just, just how my mind works. But, um, but I have to become okay with the fact that if I sit and write something, it, it may just be, priming the pump for something that's going to come out in two days that ends up in the book. And that happens all the time, you know, that I might get deep into an example or story and then kind of realize later, no, that's not the right one for here, but it wasn't wasted. It wasn't wasted time. It wasn't a wasted exercise. Um, and I, I think that's so important. I can't imagine, I can't imagine creating anything, especially something as, as big as a book and not being okay with that. You know, you just, you don't want to hang on anything. And that's why I love the process of just spitting a bunch of stuff out that I know is horrible. It's like full on permission to just get it all out, no matter how it looks or sounds, knowing that I'm going to come back later and there will be some little treasures in there. And then it's going to need a lot more work to, to get somewhere else. But those later phases for just for me personally, um, the puking it out phase, I don't like it. <laughs> it's um, because there's such a gap. There's like the puking it out phase is there's so much in me that I see that I want to articulate in a way that other people can grasp. And I'm, I'm still, even though now I'm in the process of starting to puke some of that out, and that does feel kind of good because it is coming out. I'm still so far from it being graspable by other human beings, you know? And so my mind just has a field day with that, you know? My It will. And it, it's, it's a really funny thing because I think all the time, still to this day, I think all the time, wow, I would love to just write. Like, I, I, maybe I'm a writer. Maybe I just want to, you know, have all this open time and space and just write and work on this craft. And what I find over and over, I've talked about this before, is <laughs> I don't I don't feel great when I just write. 
And I know why, because my mind's giving me crap the whole time, right? Like my mind is saying, what? Like you, this doesn't match what you, how it looks to you in your heart or in your head. Like, you know, it, it's, there's just an, an ocean sometimes between what I know to be true and how I'm able to articulate it. And that can be really painful when your head's giving you crap about it. So oftentimes, and that's just one example of what my mind will give me crap about, but oftentimes it's really funny. I'll have a whole day set aside to write. And I was telling my husband this the other day and I, I'm so excited for it. I love it. I'm so excited when I wake up in the morning and sit down and I know I have all day ahead of me to write. And I end those days feeling like garbage a lot of the time because my mind is just in there about, you know, how well it went. And if this is what you, you know, you were so looking forward to this day and how much did you get done and ugh, all of that. Now, what saves me is I know not to take that seriously. Like I, I get it. <laughs> you know, I get what's going on. Doesn't mean I don't feel it. But I get it. And it's so funny because I look forward to those days so much. And then I usually end them not feeling so hot. And and the days where I have a bunch of calls and I'm, you know, have, talking with the students in the little school, big change, and I have all these other things going on, I feel amazing at the end of those days because I'm just in the moment with human beings and I'm seeing the impact a lot of times and interacting with people. And so, I mean, this has been a thing for years that I've noticed and it's just kind of funny, you know, it's just like, oh, isn't that funny how, how my mind still tells me, no, what you want to do is, you know, just be a writer. But every single time I see that that's not the case. And truthfully, I don't just want to be a writer. I always want to be sharing and, and teaching and coaching and interacting with people. Um, but I think there's something about having this, knowing what's possible, like knowing what that feels like when something moves through you and comes to life through you. You are witness to like the most amazing, it's just life. Like you're being witness to life in a way that's concrete and easy to see. When, when, stuff, when I get out of the way in my own head and stuff shows up on a page, and especially after I get to play with it and massage it a little bit and it and it feels good to me. It's like this amazing feeling of, wow, I, I got to bear witness to this like firsthand. I know, I know I didn't come up with that. I played around to try to make it sound good. And I love that part of it anyway. The editing part is super fun for me, like the revisions. But, um, but I know I didn't put that initial stuff there. And it, you know, and it's, so it's just a, it's an amazing feeling to see that time and time again, not every single day, definitely not every moment of every day, but in the bigger picture, time and time again, life is living us. It, it shows up and you get to see it so firsthand in that way. So probably the biggest personal benefit I've had from writing is really seeing that that my feelings about it in any any given moment have nothing to do with the writing. 
I'm a horrible judge of what I've written too, by the way. I mean, I always think, and I think most of us are because I know how it feels. I know how, when I say it, I mean the things I'm writing about. I know how I see life and not all the time, but like I know what I know to be true. I know what's possible for human beings. I know how we're designed. I know that like there's just no question. But like I said, there's a giant gap between how it feels and how I can write it in words or how I can say it in words. I feel the exact same thing when I'm when I'm talking to you guys on the podcast, by the way. Um, same thing often in teaching, a little bit less for some reason. But um, I think it's just more interactive and my head is, is thinking less. But, you know, there's a, there's, there's a gap there. And so there's space for my mind to come in and say, that's not how it is, or you didn't say that right, or that's, you know, you're not really capturing it or whatever. So it has been a really great um, experience for me, though, to see that my mind, my, my feelings are just following wherever my mind is. And none of it has anything to do with what I'm doing, really. And that's hard. Like, I still don't think that's the truth. So my mind will say, like, you're a horrible writer. Like, who do you think you are to even be trying to do this kind of stuff, you know? And and that feels terrible. And I'm not saying that's not, I'm not saying the opposite of that is true. No, you're a great writer. You should be doing this. I just know enough to say, yeah, that's that's what my mind says when I'm in this process. And I've experienced enough to see that in a few minutes when something kind of comes together, so it just feels like, feels really, when I, when I have that experience of reading back something I wrote and it's like, oh, that's good. You know, like that's impactful. Just the way that that came out or the way that you said it really good, then I just know my mind's going to jump on the other bandwagon and be like, wow, you should write all the time. This is great. <laughs> so, you know, it's just like anyone in your life that's that's like a, if, it was, if it was another person that's constantly extreme and contradicting themselves all over the place and, you know, you just can't nail them down on anything, you just pretty quickly come to see, okay, you're not you're not very trustworthy. And it's for sure tougher in our own heads because we feel it. I feel the the kick in the gut feeling when it feels like I've just wasted, you know, some way my mind would say it, wasted four hours writing a bunch of stuff that I don't think any of it is going to see the light of day. And the huge elation that comes when something is for sure, like that's good, you know, it, it's... Uh, it's all over the place. But what's so awesome is to be able to have those feelings all over the place. Like this is full on life. There's no numbing. There's no hiding. I mean, this is like full on emotional experience of life. And really know that it has nothing to do with what you're writing or what you're doing. That this is just my mind taking me all over the place. I I give no, like when people ask and they do all the time, how's the book coming? Like just friends, even my neighbors, you know, I ask, how's the book coming? Uh, Literally, I could flip a coin and just give you, like, it's going to be a different answer every single moment. And none of them are going to stick around for very long. 
you know? So when the book is going great, of course, I love that feeling, but it, it just doesn't look like anything that's all that respectable. And when the book is going horribly, which is a lot of the time, I really want you to hear that if you're a creator. More, more often than not, it feels like the book is going horribly to me. I also just know to not respect that too much. And, and what a great practice for life. Because again, writing is no different than anything else. It's exactly the same if you feel like that about your relationship or your career or something you're creating or anything, anything. Our feelings are just following our judgment of how something is going. It's just following the stories our head is telling in that moment. And we're horrible, horrible judges of how we're doing and how things are going, whatever that even means. So I've been part of a group um, at times who, who we do these writing exercises and it's been so valuable. I want to just tell you some of what I've, I've learned from these exercises. So the exercises are things like um, the, the overarching like number one thing is um, you can't know what you're going to write about when you do the, now, now the exercises are like two pages, right? So we, we do a, an exercise would be writing for two, two written pages Um, It's like, I don't know, maybe 500 words. Um, You have to go in just to do the exercise to not care at all about story. And what story is, is kind of what I was saying earlier when I I was in my head about the book. Story is, oh, this is, these are my people or this is my plot or here's what's going to happen. All of that, it seems so innocent. It seems so normal and natural. Like, isn't that what writers do? They have an idea about a plot and characters and then they make make it come to life. Yeah, sort of. But once you have these ideas, you really want to just shoo them away. It's And this is exactly what we talk about and so much around this understanding is like what you've deeply seen, especially when people are worried that their insights are lost and all of this. Like, what you've deeply seen, even your ideas in this case for a character or a plot, write it down and then leave it alone. That stuff's not going anywhere. Then like you've seen something, you've seen something. It's not, it doesn't just disappear and it doesn't need to be held in memory to be helpful. It's opened up within you. Then when you go back to being open, So not with your head full of, okay, now what's going to happen and thinking your way through it and all of that. When you just go back to being open, if that stuff's needed, if it's still good for you, it's going to show up. So again, this is where people get so caught up when they've had some like a week of just peace and everything's fallen away and then they get back in their head again and they think what happened you know and that happens all the time because that's how we're designed what you've seen isn't lost you just got back in your head again don't worry about it let your head settle down and and as you open back up anything you need in a moment shows up for you so that's been so helpful in writing and so these exercises are like um you can't be attached to the story. You can't even know what the story is. You have to just sit down blank is the point. You sit down blank and open and not knowing and you just start doing the exercise. So the exercise, one of them is writing and slang. So you, every sentence that you write has to be like slang and this weird language that you're not really used to. I had so much fun with it. But, um, you know, so everything's like, 
you hear me? And are you kidding me? And like other kinds of slang phrases, the whole two pages, you're just writing in slang. Now, an amazing thing happens when you just sit down to do the exercise. You can't really think of story. You're, if you're focused on anything, it's the exercise. And amazing stuff shows up through you. Without your doing, without your manipulating, it just shows up. So all of these exercises are kind of ways, you know, other ones are ones that um, you have to use a bunch of consonants to like give your feeling a certain, to give your your writing like a certain sound. And there's there's all kinds of different exercises. But what I just wanted to say about it, what is so cool about it is that what it does is prevent you in your head with your ideas and your concepts from jumping in and taking over. Like our mind will hijack anything we try to create. And that's why and when creating stuff feels difficult. Our mind has jumped in and is trying to just hijack it because our mind thinks it can do everything better than life can. It's just what a mind does. So (laughs) when your mind is doing that, it's not going to go well. It's just not, it's going to feel hard. You're going to feel it. You know, you're going to be thinking your way through it. It's going to be difficult. But when you, what these exercises kind of did for me is like, it's like throws your mind a bone a little bit. So your mind has this other kind of not so important thing to think about. Am I doing the exercise right? Am I in the process right? And then that makes way for all of this amazing stuff to come through. And so all of this just speaks to this bigger thing of like, just yielding, yielding to life, letting life show up the way she wants to show up and express herself through us. And then we kind of get to go back and play and massage things and, and bring your intellect and your skill into it. If you have skill around these things, which I honest to God, don't feel I do. I, I'm not a skillful writer by any stretch. I don't really know all the grammar rules at all. I don't try to even follow them. I just try to kind of write the way that it shows up through me and and the way it sounds in my head is the way I try to say it. Um, but that's okay. <laughs> you know, I think that's okay. And and in fact, I, I think that's what makes it halfway decent sometimes is that it isn't so writerly. It isn't so perfect. It's just... It's just sharing the way that it sounds in your head and the way that it, that it kind of makes sense. So overall, like what I really, really would love for you to see in this conversation is that it's not going to be easy a lot of the time, but it doesn't have to be hard that it's hard. <laughs> you know, like that's probably my, if I had one one saying that summed up my experience of writing, it might be that, right? Like it's not going to be easy a lot of the times, but who cares that it's hard? It, it, it's a really a magical thing when, it, and maybe the feeling of, oh, wow, I'm in the magic right now is like 2% of the experience. It truly is for me, but that's enough to keep me going. It's enough to know that I can get out of the way, let life show up and almost always something is going to start to take some shape from that. And my mind will deny it and my mind will look for it and my mind will say, why is it taking so long? And I don't believe it. And this time's probably different. It does that all day, every day while I'm writing a lot of times. And I just know that's just how my mind talks to me while I'm writing. And it just, and I just keep setting it aside 
and puking stuff up (laughs) and then going back to my eighth, ninth, 10th revision and playing with it and finding nicer ways to say things, which I just, that's my favorite part. I love it. I love going through all those revisions, trying to make it better. And, And I don't know, it is just such, such a perfect experience of how life overall works, right? Just stuff comes up. We're not perfect. We don't get it right the first time. We don't always do the things we think we should do or think think or feel the ways we want to think or feel. But so what? That's just life moving through. And we get to look back on it if we want. We get to play with it a little bit. We get to hone it later. We get, you know, we just were in this creative process with it. And and it's pretty miraculous. It's pretty amazing. And just that little feeling of watching life move through you, I think, is what has so many of us hooked, hooked in a way. So I hope this has been helpful if you're a creator um, and just interesting if you're not. And I hope, again, writing, creating aside, I hope it's helpful to just see how life works through us the same, no matter what we're up to. It's it's we're always being lived and our suffering is always coming from our mind saying that we're not being lived and we should be doing it differently. And if you can get on board with that, honestly, if you can see that and just find the humor in that, see that more and more, oh my gosh, like anything, anything in life just gets to be much richer and much easier and and a lot more fun and a lot more creative. Thank you so much for listening to Changeable. If you enjoy this podcast, please let me know by subscribing or maybe even considering leaving a review. iTunes reviews are so valuable in helping other people who need change to find their way here. We'll talk to you next week.